Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. It's Friday, May 5th. It is Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. <clears throat> Your boy here is the whitest, whitest white person. I can't speak Spanish. I tr- I've tried. I managed call centers in Guatemala, managed call centers in India. Um, the Guatemalan people tried to teach me Spanish. I just couldn't do it. Um, it was Super Bowl day yesterday. We will get to Apple earnings. I will go over some of the earnings that we saw. Good morning, Larry. Um, but I wanted to start out with SPY. And what you're seeing on the screen is SPY. It's the weekly. And we talked about, are we in a bull market, which would be the red lines, which is basically a um, ascending wedge, or are we just in a bear market bounce? Um, still not 100% sure, but this week kind of points me towards, it. You know, again, we opened at 415. Um, currently, we're at 405. So we're down. It's a red candle. It's definitely a red candle. You're seeing a button hook. But I'm believing that since that nine day hasn't really crossed over the 21 day, um, meaning that yellow line, I'm kind of leaning towards we could be in a bull market. And there was some discussion about uh, in in a group that I'm in, uh, longangle.com, whether we uh, should people buy spy puts as an insurance on the debt ceiling. Uh, If you didn't know, the debt ceiling is being negotiated. If we default, it will be a huge blow to the stock markets. The stock markets probably will go down to this level of 360, which is the support level for a uh, bear market. Uh, And this would have just been another bear market bounce. Uh, But you can clearly see the range that we're in here. Um, the, the, the upper range here is about 420. I've said that before. The lower range in my mind is about 380. If we break that 380 level, then I think we go down significantly. Um, but the, the overall assumption was do not buy protection. Um, the debt ceiling will get done. There were some people who were nervous. Again, the Speaker of the House can be voted out with one, uh, one, one vote. Um, you know, just to bring it to the floor immediately and he can be voted out and then they'll need to vote on somebody new. He did get a deal done, you know, in my personal opinion, it's a decent deal. It's not horrible. It's not great. I mean, it brings us back down spending levels, which is um, the key for it, but you don't know what it's going to wind up being. I mean, these guys go in the back room and they figure out stuff. So, um, but the big money, and when I talk about big money, that long angle, uh, group it is high net worth people. So the big money is not necessarily buying a lot of protection. Um, so that's essentially what it is. Now, if we want to look at year to date, uh, this is SPY, QQQ, IWM, which if you didn't know is the Russell uh, 1000, and the Dow Jones, Spider. 
So essentially, where are we year to date? Year to date, SPY is up 6.3%. Fantastic return. Uh, QQQ, unbelievable at 20%, but you're still not where you were at January of last year. IWM down 1.73%. Dow Jones is hanging on by a thread. Uh, I think the official Dow Jones is negative for the year, but it is hanging on by a thread. That's year to date. If you switch to one year and you take a look at these, look, the Dow Jones is down 2%. Um, IWM is down 11%. QQQ down 4%. SPY down 5%. So you're still not uh, year over year in a positive sense. Go to three year and it's even murkier. SPY is up 42%. QQQ up 46%. IWM up 35%. Dow Jones up 39%. You wonder why you want to be uh, invested long-term? This is the reason. Uh, it, it is all about timing. Uh, yeah, this, and th this is even lower because if we go to five-year, um, SPY is up 52%. QQQ, you've almost doubled your money, 91% in five years. That is unbelievable. Typically in the stock market, the, the average would be seven to eight years to double your money. They spy uh, QQQ did it in uh, five. IWM 9.42. Dow Jones is up 36%. So IWM has been five years the significant lagger. Um, and I'm just not a believer. 50% of the IWM doesn't make money, blah, blah, blah. You can read up on it. Uh, I'm not a believer in that. I'm a big believer in QQQ. Um, I'm not a believer in Dow Jones and spy. SPY is just your main kind of, hey, let's throw money in there and forget about it. So that's kind of a look. I, I more like to look at year to date just because in Jan in December, I tax loss harvest typically, and then I wind up in January rebalancing my portfolio. I still haven't bought in. And the reason I haven't bought in is this chart on SPY. I just didn't know in January, uh, if you look at January, this is January right here. This is where it starts. We're still up and we're in that upward trajectory, but it went up so quickly. I didn't want to, but you know, take all my tax loss harvesting. I've still got money on the sidelines. I'm waiting to see what happens with the debt ceiling. The debt ceiling is the big one and the June um, Fed meeting will be huge. Uh, we'll get some uh, monthly uh, employment numbers today, I think at 830, um, but that's essentially it. Now, let's talk about the Super Bowl from yesterday, Apple. Apple reported earnings, um, they hiked their dividend, <laughs> and they increased their buyback. The buyback is now $90 billion. They're going to buy back $90 billion in sales. That's crazy. Let's look at uh, Apple real quick on Finviz so we can see. They are a um, close to, it's $2.6 trillion uh, company. Market cap is, I'm sorry, yeah, $2.6 trillion. Um, is, is what they are. They're close to, th I think it's 185 gets them to 3 trillion, but they're going to buy back $90 billion in stock. So that gets, you know, again, their market cap, they're going to buy it back. They're going to own it. They typically retire it. It's a good, solid move. Um, the average price target is 170. You're trading right at the price target. Uh, you're going to see some, some morning, some, some price upgrades and blah, blah, blah. Um, again, their sales around 160. I, I, I haven't sold it. I haven't bought any protection on it. I haven't done anything as far as the algorithm goes. 
Um, you were in back here at 153, taught, uh, went live yesterday during the Apple earnings. A lot of people have average, a um, lot of listeners, and they uh, they messaged me as well, that they have average, they thanked me for their average buy-in at about 130, between 130 and 140. I was pounding the pavement at 120. You got to get into this stock. Now, their ex-dividend date is May 12th. That's the next catalyst. It is not a huge dividend. I don't even think it's 1%. Yeah, it's 0.55%. It's because the stock is just keeps going up. Um, so it's a it's a little bit of a catalyst, not a huge catalyst, eh, but it's good. Stronger than expected iPhone sales led the way. Um, that's because the iPhone 14 Pro was uh, so in demand over Christmas. And that's essentially it continued into January and continued down the first quarter. Max sales down 31% year over year. The basis for that is because um, the past two years were so good because of the pandemic, everybody was refreshing their computer uh, and companies had to buy computers for people working from home. Uh, the only thing that I saw that was concerning is Apple's total revenue decline for the second straight quarter. Uh, that's the first time it's done that. So eh, a little chink in the armor, but as long as they buy back stock, I don't think you have to worry about it. In pre-market, it is up at 170, uh, up 2%. Uh, I would say if you can get this in the 160s with a 160 handle, which you actually probably could today at any point in time, uh, I don't see a huge drive up to 180, but 160s would be a pretty good target because with $90 billion in buyback and Buffett uh, at Berkshire buying a ton back, that's going to be a, a, a catalyst probably for the next three to four months. Uh, the June, um, when they report next, I think it's going to be July or August. Uh, it's typically a weak quarter. So maybe they'll focus more on their move away from China into India. Maybe they'll launch something in India like a lower priced phone um, that is not as uh, uh, kind. It, it, the problem with India is I think it's what 5% iPhone penetration there. It's the lowest iPhone penetration in the world. And the reason is the uh, Indian economy, uh, they can't afford the iPhones. Uh, so um, they're making it there. Maybe they'll do some concessions and have a lower priced one. Uh, speaking of Apple and Berkshire, um, Berkshire's weekend, it is the weekend of Berkshire's meeting and CNBC is all over that. If you want to watch it, it's on CNBC. Sometimes it's kind of cool to watch it. Um, and see, but I, I typically just wait for the recap. It's nothing that I would ever travel to. Um, it is kind of cool to see what they do. Uh, I'm a big Dairy Queen fan as well. I don't eat as bad as as the nine year old known as Warren Buffett, um, but I do eat pretty crappy. I had fried chicken yesterday from Chicken Chicken Holiday. But here's the thing: Berkshire Hathaway is considered undervalued. Um, and when you look at the core of the um, what they hold, and you can just Google what they hold their holdings, um, there is no dividend on Berkshire. They typically buy their shares back. It's up 3% year to date. Its actual target price um, from uh, analysts is 371. And you're trading at about 320 right now. Um, if we look at the algorithm on, uh, on Berkshire, uh, the algorithm doesn't have you uh, out. It's got that button hook that I always talk about at the top. It had you in at 302. Now, the, uh, the four-hour algorithm on this one, it makes you 8% uh, versus a 9% uh, 
uh, actual um, asset. So if you hold it over two years, you make 9%. If you use the algorithm, you make 8%. It is what it is. I mean, honestly, the algorithm, I wouldn't use the four hour on this one. I would just buy and hold. Berkshire is a self-managed kind of almost ETF where they just buy companies and you make a ton of money. Now, if we look at year to date and you look at Berkshire, here, here's what I want to say about Berkshire. Berkshire is uh, Warren Buffett. And Warren Buffett is, I think, close to 90 years old. At some point in time, he may go. He has told family members if he goes, he said just invest in the S&P. Just find an S&P tracking fund and invest in that. Uh, so is it worth buying Berkshire? I think you should have Berkshire as a part of a good portfolio. I don't have it in the TrendSpider core portfolio. The reason I don't have it in there, I don't personally own it. Um, I own S&P tracking funds versus just owning Berkshire, but I do think with their large Apple um, uh, concentration, I do think it's undervalued. Um, what did they have? 40% of their portfolios like Apple or something. It's similar to mine. And that's why I won't buy Berkshire is just because it's so similar to my, my portfolio. I think I, I've got a little bit more tech than I think they do. They're just a little bit more uh, diversified, but year to date, Berkshire's up 3%, like I said. Uh, the S&P's up 6%. So the S&P is actually beating it. You go over one year, and the S&P is underperforming your Berkshire. Berkshire only lost 2%. S&P lost 5%. Uh, you go three years. Berkshire's up 79%. S&P is up 42%. You go five years. Berkshire's up 63%. S&P is up 52 this is why Warren Buffett says, hey, you know, again, I think you should buy the S&P for the long term. They seem to be out uh, underperforming Berkshire. Uh, Berkshire is, uh, again, five-year, 63% S&P up 52. But that's with Warren's guidance. And the question is, does Warren's guidance give you an extra 10% over five years? Probably. And so he, he's just considering the changes in the S&P versus the changes in Berkshire. So he's told family members by the S&P. I don't necessarily believe it. I believe that the Berkshire um, management will stay uh, beholden to uh, uh, the, the com what, what Buffett wants. So I do think BRKB, if you think it's undervalued, and just Google Berkshire undervalued, you'll find a bunch of articles that you can read. Um, but a lot of people do. And I wanted to take a look at those two because it is the Berkshire weekend. Uh, let's talk about top, T-O-P. Let me take you over to um, T-O-P on Active Trader Pro. T-O-P is a short squeeze. Um, right now, it is trading at $16. It's got about 400, almost 500,000 shares traded in pre-market. The 10-day volume is 6.4 million. The 90-day volume is 934,000. So it has been a crazy volume mover. Um, it has traded between yesterday, 16 and 108, got up to 108, and then just crashed. It just crashed. I think 100 is 100% um, the, 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 where people just start selling. So do I think you can buy it at 16 and hope that it goes to 100? Absolutely not. I think on a Friday, I don't think the short squeeze is going to take place. I don't think over the weekend the short squeeze is going to take place. This one may be done. 
what I do want to tell people is if you got in and you bought in at 50, if you bought in at 60, hope and pray is not a strategy. This is a $3 stock. So when the short squeeze gets done and people get close out their shorts, it is a $3 stock. If you're at 16, you could save yourself a lot of money by just selling out. Uh, take your losses, write it off against some gains. This is, this is 100% what I talk about when you, you take profits when you can. Uh, taking losses, everybody takes losses. Even the greatest trader in the world has always taken losses. Uh, you just got to manage your capital position smartly. Do not make something like this a major portion of your portfolio. You will get wiped out very quickly. So um, that's about all I've got to say about that one. I, I Again, if you want to see some of the short squeezes, some of the big movers, um, investing.com uh, has a page here where you can go to markets. There's a, hold on, where is it? I know it's on my, it is stock websites and it is pre-market movers. Investing.com and then there's a, it's just investing.com, scroll down. Faraday is moving. The big one right now is NBTX, up 100% from two dollars to four dollars um gummed pharma <laughs> uh carvana is way up there carvana reported earnings a a less than thought uh, loss it's up 45 percent. carvana is crazy going crazy but if you want to do that you can look at investing.com and a lot of these you know if you want to do a five minute chart and uh you know trade on um confirmation above the nine day just do that I think you're better off in that that sense. But top, I w- wouldn't expect it to go crazy again today. It's just gone crazy a couple of days. Um, don't hope and pray. You know, buy it on confirmation if you want, but make sure you're taking profits at reasonable expectations. If you want to make ten percent, and and my typical day trading is, if I make ten percent, um, and my ten percent goal, I'll have a five percent stop loss on that one. And, and when it gets down to five percent, I'm selling. Uh, Coinbase reported, let's take a look at coin right here. Um, they reported and they are up 8%, uh, less than, uh, less loss than expected. It is still expensive. It is crazy. Uh, I'm not sure I would buy that one, but wanted to bring it up since I did bring it up. DraftKings reported they are up 12%. Um, again, less of a loss. That's all that is. Nothing, nothing more. Um, <clears throat> There, the 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 banks. Let's talk about the banks. DPST lost a ton yesterday as well. Uh, in pre market, it is up thirteen percent to four fifty six. Remember, I said that I think this one will probably hit five fifty at some point uh, when we start getting uh, some confirmation. Um, but DPST and and Yurov. I had it on my notes. I'm not bringing it up because you you mentioned it, but it was perfect timing there. DPST, uh, remember, this is a triple levered ETF. So when you have triple levered ETFs and you're buying here at six and you think, oh my God, I know it's going to go to 10. Hope and pray is not a strategy. Uh, Remember, if you lose 50%, 
it takes a 100% gain to get that back. Just remember that. So taking a 5% loss to try and make 10%, you can always buy lower. And then you can, you know, you can buy it back. Just make sure if, if these things start crashing and they don't have confirmation like they don't have today, uh, it doesn't have confirmation. If we go to the 65-minute algorithm on DPST and we take a look at this. Now, this one loses you 40% versus losing 85% over eight months. If you just bought and held, you lost 85% of your position. If you traded the, uh, the algorithm, 65-minute algorithm, you lose 40%. It still has you out. It doesn't have you in. So I would absolutely, even though the RSI is down to 29, that MACD is super, super low, I still wouldn't buy into this one. Still don't think it's worth the risk, especially on a Friday. Um, but if you wanted to trade it and you wanted to go a five-minute, again, if you want to do a five-minute uh, chart candle on that one, I think you could. It's triple levered. It moves big, so you could do it. Let's look at PACW. Uh, this one is up in pre-market. It is up 22%. Um, there's just seem to be beaten down again. It's an oversold stock. I don't know that I'd necessarily hold this one over the weekend. Um, my thought on this one, if you trade the 65 minute, I don't think it's got you in at unpack W as well. Yeah. It doesn't have you in. You've got this gap here between $4 and $6, uh, could make a move up. I just think buying into a weekend, you're just asking for problems. Uh, let's look at WAL, which is uh, Western Alliance Bank Corp. Uh, same thing, doesn't have you in. There's this, it's trading at 18. It's got this gap up here at 26. Same thing, just, you know, hey, worry about it. Go to Finviz, look at some of the articles on some of these banks. Zion is way up in pre-market. Uh, Zion Bank Corp uh, on the 65 minute, doesn't have you in. Same thing, it's got a gap up here at 32, it's at 19. So th these are just beaten, beaten down stocks that are up big this morning. You could get a volume, but I would trade these on a five minute and I would absolutely not hold these over the weekend. Uh, one that kind of got a boost uh, is Key Corp. And Key Corp, again, it's not a buy. It's at $8, I'm sorry, it's at $9.77 pre-market. It closed at 8.93. It's up almost 10%, 9.5%. Um, in the four-hour algorithm, there's no way this is a buy. Um, you can see it's just fallen off a cliff. But what I wanted to show you is Key Corp, um, their PE is five, so they're decent. They have a 9.18% dividend. Um, it is a bank that, that, again, traded up here around $20 uh, until this kind of came up. Year to date, they're down 48%. Their target price is 16. Uh, March 27th, Citigroup upgraded them with a price target of 20. Again, it's just, um, you know, hey, we think in good times, this is worth $20. You go down here, look at the insider. March 14th, um, director bought 25000 at $12.11. Head of consumer banking. Uh, bought $100,000 worth at $11.83. Director uh, Richard Hippel bought $23,000 at $10.66. And this is the big one. Uh, Andrew uh, Payne, who is the head of institutional banking, bought $733,000 at $9.78. And today, you're trading at $9.80. 
So they're, they're putting their money, uh, unlike uh, FRC, uh, First Republic, these guys are buying in. These guys aren't you know, holding a 12-minute conference call and then not taking questions. These guys are buying in. So it was interesting to me that Key was the one uh, where we saw a bunch of people buy in. Um, let's talk about KVU. Um, this is KVU was a spinoff and it was an IPO yesterday. Um, this is nothing that you necessarily want to look at. Um, I think it's hyped up. Any reaction is an overreaction, but it nearly doubled yesterday. Um, and KVUE, it's a pharma from Johnson and Johnson. It's just a spinoff. Figured I'd bring it up because uh, with that big of a um, a uh, a debut, uh, maybe the IPO market is coming back. Maybe we are. You know, again, if you go to Spy, maybe we are in that bull market. Um, it is not just a bear market bounce if you go to the weekly, to just to bring it back to the, the beginning. Look at that weekly. I mean, maybe we are in this bull market with IPOs coming back. Who knows? Um, let's look at, do, 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 I think I've got everything there. Ah, Emmett brings up a good point. Crypto. Let's look at Mara. One of the discussions in the... Uh, <clears throat> in the high net worth group is crypto and uh, are people running to crypto with the debt ceiling kind of happening with, you know, American public kind of waking up that, yeah, our currency is heavily manipulated. Um, maybe, you know, Mara, uh, four hour algorithm, uh, buy at $10 and 35 cents. I said down here at $6, it's $10 stock. Uh, absolutely 100% $10. Stock. This was March. This was where I started saying, hey, Bitcoin's got some, some momentum and Mara and Riot could be bought. Uh, and you've gotten out with a 1% gain. Uh, this is the four-hour algorithm and you got out with a 5% gain. But you could have made a lot more money. Those button hooks are clear. Um, you could have gotten out here at 8 and 9, bought in at 6, got out at 9, 30% gain. Bought back in at 7, uh, gotten out at 8, you know, good gain there. Bought back in at seven, get out at twelve. Does it ten? I mean, honest to God, it's a ten dollars stock. I think under ten dollars you buy it, over ten dollars you sell it. Uh, I wouldn't buy it going into the weekend. Who the hell knows what's going to happen over the weekend? Maybe uh, you know Gary Gensler comes out of the SEC and says, "Hey, we're going to ban all crypto from the U.S." Don't think that's out of the realm of possibilities. So. Let's take a look at some of the Tuesday scans that we saw uh, that came up. I'm going to do a recap. And I didn't do any scans for today because I don't want you buying into the weekend. It, it is kind of a, a rough time to buy. I am not buying. I think we're up a little bit high. So I, I'm kind of just sitting there. Um, it is what it is. Uh, Pfizer uh, got you out. So it got you in, but it got you out. I've said, hey, I think it's a good buy down here at 30 in the 30s because I do think it's a $40 stock. Uh, I think for the long term, you wouldn't be hurt by holding this one. But Pfizer, yeah, you didn't win on that one this week. Uh, XLY, uh, remember, the, the indices are down. So a lot of these that got you in earlier in the week, they're going to be down and they're going to be probably getting you out. XLY got you out. Your boy here owns XLY. I just look at entry points. I don't necessarily get in and out of this one. Um, this is one that I will use and hold for a long time. Cleveland Cliffs. 
I have been in Cleveland Cliffs. It got you in. Um, it got you in at fifteen ten. Got you out yesterday's afternoon candle. So, um, yeah, it's it's been one that has pained me. I think my average purchase price is about twenty dollars. I haven't gotten back in, but it is one that I will get back in on because I do think this is a thirty dollars stock. Um, I just think that they're they're probably pulling back uh, in in the recession. Blah blah blah. The whole thing. MRNA, they had uh, earnings, 133 was the buy-in, you're at 134. So over the week, eh, maybe you made some money. Nothing huge. Uh, MRO, they had uh, earnings, got you in right before earnings, got you right out right before earnings. You're still out, 23.53. The the actual stock is at 22. Energy has just been hurt with all the, the, the talk of um, a recession. Energy is going to come back. Same thing with, with Viper. Viper here got you in right after their earnings at 2830. It's trading at 2683. So it got you right out right afterwards. Again, if you want access to the algorithm, get TrendSpider. Um, COP, another uh, one that got you in right before earnings at 100. You're at 97. Personally, I think anything under 100, I think you could buy this, you know, ride it up to 100 again. Doesn't have confirmation. Once it gets its confirmation, I think you could buy it. But you kind of see how the nine day is just turning there. It's ex-dividend date is May 15th. Let's see what they pay. They have a pretty good dividend. I don't think it's crazy like some of the other other energy company. It's 5.48. So it's a really good dividend. You want the dividend? Get in. Um, you'll see it drop after the dividend. Uh, DraftKings, we talked, talked about. Uh, this one got you in right before earnings with a secondary cross-up. Uh, and they are up 13%. Uh, $19 was the algorithm buy-in, and it still got you in. This is going to gap up um, at 24. Just to give you an idea of where the gap is going to be, um, it's at 24.08 right now. That's where your gap is going to be. Huge upward momentum all the way since April, DraftKings. Uh, AI, this is, is one that I, I, I said I don't think you should get into. 1843, it's at 1791. It crossed up. Simple as that. Simple as that. Uh, Baba got you in. Got you right out. Got you right back in. I mean, this is just putting in a floor here at 80. I don't, I'm out of my China stocks. I'm out of them. Uh, I'm not in them. Uh, let's see. We can look at American Express. I said this is a good one for long term. Uh, it's tanked. Uh, ironically, got you in at 159. Got you out right there. Uh, and it's continued to tank. Uh, I think you could probably, um, you know, again, it's it's gotten below that floor at 155. I think anything under 150 on this one is a good buy. You can look at AXP. Um, it's PE is 15. If we go to Visa, uh, the PE is 30. And AXP with all the business travel that's coming back, uh, the average target price is 184. It's got a 1.6% dividend. I do think that there's this, this um, trading range between 140 and 180 that you could trade with. I think this is much more a 165 kind of um, you know pivot point, if you will. Uh, but 150 is a good pivot point for this one. I think you're good on that. Um, Melly, did they have earnings coming up? This is Mercado Libre. The Amazon, they did have earnings. It got you in right, right at earnings at 12.75. You're at 12.12. Uh, Thursday scans, we talked about SPXU. And Thursday, it got you in at 
1342, you're at 1403. Not bad, not horrible. Nothing to sneeze at though. Um, if we go down today, you know, right now it's down 1.53. This is a triple levered S&P uh, short. So when the S&P goes down, this stock goes up, SPXU. Um, SDS, same thing, ultra short of the S&P. 39.86, it got you in. Uh, you're trading at 41.12. So not horrible, you know, close to 5%, somewhere around there. HIBS. This is a high bear uh, beta of the S&P, uh, $6. It got you in, it was a double cross up, but it got you in way back here, April 21st at 543. You're at 615, uh, $6.05 in pre-market. Um, Zoom, we talked about Zoom yesterday. I don't think you should get in, but got you in at 61.43. It's 62, nothing horrible. ETHE, um, this is one that, you know, hey, $9.08, you're at $9.21. One that I want to bring up that we haven't talked about in a while is Uvixi. The VIX closed yesterday. It is at um, 18. 18.97 is where the VIX is. Um, the VIX typically in high volatility markets like this goes to 30. If we're going to see more days like yesterday, if we're going to see more days like Wednesday and more of these huge moves, uh, you're going to see this one move. $3.75. You're in Uvixi at $3.75 in the algorithm. It's at $4.14 right now. Um, you had two green candles yesterday. Nothing crazy. I mean, not, you know, you had a 3% move there. You had a 0.24%. Again, most of the morning candles are far bigger than the afternoon. Um, just from a, a trading range, the May, uh, May 3rd candle here uh, at 1.30. Again, I'm on a four-hour time frame here. So it goes from 9 to 1.30, 1.30 to 4. Uh, but this one uh, is, you know, 4.9% gain. I mean, if you could tell me that you'd get a 4% gain in the afternoon, uh, I would be perfectly, perfectly happy. But watch the VIX. Uh, I think it wants to go over 20. I absolutely think it wants to go over 20. So Uvixi would be the one to play there. Uh, specifically because right now, and I'm looking on Active Trader Pro, it's at 1890. Uh, it is down 5%. So I think it wants to go over 20. I don't know that it will go over 20, but Uvixi is one. It might. Uvixi is a tool that a lot of traders have also said is broken. Uh, it just hasn't done well. And the VIX just hasn't done anything. So, I, I, you know, again, uh, I think there's some, some ideas for you today. There's the recap. I'm going to post this up. Uh, it's now 835. Uh, labor force participation rate, 62.6%. The markets are flying. Uh, I don't know if that means that the labor force, the labor jobs number came in bad or good. I mean, up is down. Down is, you know, up. It, it's just been a crazy market. Um, April payrolls to up 253,000. God, and the markets go up. So Jay Powell's going to freaking look at that and go, okay, we're going to hike another time. Uh, just be careful. Again, the S&P, I think if, as it gets towards that 420, I am not doing anything. Uh, I may trade some, but I am not getting in long-term to anything. Some of the core portfolio um, that I think you could, uh, I have to just hold on the actual uh there we go um 
The core portfolio, you get Apple up 2%. Bank of America is up 1%. That's a, that's a good one to always, especially at this price. Disney, 98, I say under 100. Uh, Devin's up one, almost 2%. Uh, you know, it's under 50. Google at 105. I mean, you could wait for it to get under 100, but you could buy more at 105. Goldman Sachs, I think that one um, at 325. I its book value is about that amount. Coke, wait for it to get under 60. Meta, I think under 230 is a good buy. Um, Moderna, we talked about. Microsoft, I, I think you wait until that gets under 200. Nvidia is just a it, Nvidia is a little crazy. I've got it in the core portfolio here. Um, 275 was the buy-in here. It's just gone up too much and their earnings are May 24th. So you got plenty of time. Oxy is under 60. You don't know what Warren Buffett's going to say about that this weekend. Um, uh, Palo Alto Networks has just taken a dive. This is a $200 stock and you're trading at 180. Um, QCLN, this is one that's gone crazy. Uh, we can look at Sedge. This is one that I brought up yesterday. Uh, it was under 300. They announced earnings. It's at 281. This was at 260 prior to the earnings. It went all the way up yesterday. I think in after hours. Yeah, here it is. It went to 304. 304 yesterday in the morning uh, candle. Uh, again, if you would have bought here before earnings at 250, uh, 256, 304 you could have sold it for. That's a great one. Roblox is one. Uh, it's up 1%. You get a, a, a cross up here at 3448. Uh, you got this gap up here, 41. Their earnings are coming up May 9th. This may be one that I buy into today. 3448. Uh, I like that one. Shopify yesterday, just crazy gap. I mean, wait for it to come back down. Uh, if you got it up here, maybe trim some of your position. Um, I am I'm trimming some of my position on this one. Uh, just because I think it's going to come down here below 50 again, and 57 is good enough for me to sell. Uh, but they showed profit. That's the big one. Uh, Tesla. Tesla, you know, 300% uh, month over month gains in German deliveries. So they've got some good news on the quarter. You got this gap here between 170 and 176. Um, that's the most recent gap. You've covered you've or come close to covering. It's 146. Again, I think one if you can get this in the one five range, the fifteen handle, one fifty something, I think that's a good one. Um UNH four eighty seven. Your boy here has been buying at four eighty five uh average price point. Um and then Exxon. Exxon at one oh seven. I think you wait till this gets under one hundred. Uh and, and as oil continues to come down. This is just a great stock. It's gonna continue to pay you dividends. Uh and they're gonna go up because they're just they're either gonna buy um Pioneer PXD, which is one that I own, I think at 208, and it's come way back down. There was a report in the Wall Street Journal that S Exxon was buying this, and it just popped, and then it's come back down to fill that gap. It popped here from uh 208 to 217, then just came down, and it's just continued down. Doesn't have confirmation, so I wouldn't add to it, but I'll probably be adding a little bit to it. Okay. That is good for the weekend. Have a great weekend. Talk to you guys on Monday.